Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey folks, welcome to another Wednesday night. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. You sure got a lot to be thankful for. When you know Jesus, you got everything you need. (laughs) On our way to heaven, living for eternity, right? And uh, I trust you did have a good Thanksgiving. I know we did. Enjoyable time. It's always a good time. And uh, if you didn't get a chance to see Pastor Scott's message from Sunday, I would suggest you go back and listen to it. It's always good to hear that uh, uh, those messages over and over. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so it's over hearing and hearing and hearing. So we need to do that. So, But tonight I'm, I'm going to talk to you about joy-filled living. How many of you know it's good to have the joy of the Lord? And uh, there's so many things that can steal your joy. Uh, Jerry Seville wrote a book one time, if, if the devil can't steal your joy, he can't steal your goods. In other words, he can't steal your blessings. Amen. So we have to know that their joy, the Bible talks a lot about joy. And uh, it, we'll talk more about it, about being a fruit of the Spirit here in a few minutes. But uh, over in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12, verse uh, 1 and 2, Therefore, we, since we also are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sins that so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has set down at the right hand of God. Now, I want to look at, just show you what it says uh, in the the Amplified. Who is the leader and source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief, and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. For For he, for the joy of obtaining the prize... You know, there was joy even through the suffering and, and, and things that he went through that endure the sins of the whole world on himself. But there was joy in that because for the, for the prize that was before him. You know, you're one of the prize if you're born again. You're, you're part of that prize, amen, of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. That, um, that's so amazing to think that he endured all those things for joy. Now, joy, <laughs> the whole, like I said, the Bible talks so much about joy. And a lot of times, you know, in this day and age, we, we just, sometimes I just, I'm so tired. I don't feel good. But you have to renew your mind to the fact that we can have joy because it's already been given to us by the Holy Spirit. You just got to bring it out sometimes, amen? Over in Proverbs 15, 13, it says in the New, uh, New American Standard, a joyful heart makes a cheerful face. But when the heart is sad, the spirit is broken. A cheerful face. That means you, you should have a smile of some sort. You know, uh, there's an old saying in it, and, but you can fake it till you make it. Well, Sometimes you've got to fake it. You've got to put a smile. But you know what? There's something about smiling and, and having a joyful outlook on life that can change everything. Now, we know the enemy in John 10, 10, what's he come? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What's he want? He wants to steal the Word of God out of your life, out of your mouth, out of your uh, heart. And he also wants to steal your joy. 
But Jesus said, in the Amplified Bible, it says, Jesus came that we may enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Enjoy life. Well, I'm going through all this and the things are so bad and the outlook is so bad. Don't be looking at all that. Look at the joy that was Jesus had for the prize that was before him. We have a prize. We have a prize of eternal salvation with Jesus Christ, eternal life with Jesus Christ and the Father. Amen? In heaven. That's something that gives us joy. Now, in Romans 14, 17, it says this in the Message Bible, God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach, for goodness sakes. It's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together, and completes it with joy. Amen? Joy unspeakable and, and full of glory. That's, what, that's the kind of joy I'm talking about, an abundance of joy. Now, Jesus said, life to overflow, an abundance and joyful living, that's what joyful living is all about. It isn't about our circumstances. It isn't about the hard places we go through. It's about keeping our eye on the prize, Jesus Christ, who for the joy that was set before him, it says, endure that cross, endure the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the God the Father. Do you know that when we were, were born again, when we accepted Christ, our position is in heavenly places. That's, that's our position in life. And we're, we're just ambassadors passing through this life. We're, this is our, not our home. Our home is truly in heaven. Once you make that decision for Christ, once you've accepted what he's done for us, your, your eternal position is in heaven as long as you don't turn your back on him, renounce him, and go a different way. Amen? So we know that's to be true. Now, the church... Many times, uh, if you look around, really needs some joy, really needs some uh, uh, exuberance, and it's difficult to find Christians with an outward expression of joy. Many times, we look around and they're going through problems. Listen, we're to overcome. We're to overcome those problems. We're to overcome things because Jesus made a way that we could. Sometimes it says, I wrote this down, baptize in lemon juice. Faith is so, faith, their faces are so long they, they eat popcorn out of a Coke bottle. In other words, you ever see somebody just, you can tell, I have that, uh, I don't know what it is about me, but when I don't, oh, I'm kind of down or something, boy, I'll tell you what, first my wife will notice it, and then other people will notice, and what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, I've let things build up in me, but joy will overcome those things. It helps us to overcome. Uh, in James 1, 2, and 3, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall, uh, fa uh, fall into various temptations, that the trying of your faith will produce patience. Amen? The trying of your faith. Count it joy. You know, Paul was joyous even in the midst of his crisis. And he even said uh, to King uh, Agrippa, when he met King Agrippa, I think myself happy. Have you ever think about that? I think myself, now happiness is not uh, the same as joy. Joy is something that's deep-seated. It's a gift of the Holy Ghost. And uh, happiness has to do with circumstances. But Paul, even in the midst of his circumstances, he said, I think myself happy, king, O king. Why? Because he had come to the place that God had told him he would go. Amen? Amen. And we can have that kind of joy and that kind of happiness too. Now, 
we're the only people, Christians are the only people on this people planet that can have a smile on our face about what the future holds for us. Amen? <laughs> Listen, we have a home in heaven already paid for. And like I said, John 10.10, Jesus, my joy, my in, may enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full and overflowing. Wow. Stress, fear, worry, problems. Uh, sure, God. But if God is for us, who can be against us? How many of you know God is for you? He's for me. And and when I begin to say that, you know what? There's something inside of me just kind of wells up, wells up. Yeah, he's for me. Even when I miss the mark. Aren't you glad when he missed the mark that he says, hey, I know you're going to miss it. He knew it before you even did it. But he says, go to 1 John 1, 9. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Amen? Amen. He's faithful and just. So we have hope in that too. Now, in Galatians 5.22, uh, let me turn to that real quick. Uh, in Galatians 5.22, this is what it says. It tells, and First of all, Paul's writing to the church at uh, Galatia, and he's saying this. And he's saying what what unrighteous way of living is. And then he says, but the fruit, verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Well, God is love. And, and then he says, joy. Joy. Well, everything's not going well. No, I give you joy. The fruit of the Spirit. It's the fruit of the Holy Ghost. Joy. Peace. Long-suffering. Kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, safe, uh, self-control. Against their sets there is no law. How many of you know that's cool? In my notes down here, it says, these virtues are characteristic as fruit in contrast to works. You can't buy them or give them to us. Amen? Amen. Only the Holy Spirit can produce them, not by our own efforts. Another contrast is that whereas the works of the flesh are plural, the fruit of the Spirit is one and invisible. That means they're all there, <laughs> shed abroad in your heart. The Holy Ghost has been shed abroad in your heart. So it's all there. Now it's up to you and me to, to, to walk in it. Amen? goes on to say, when the Spirit fully controls the life of a believer, he, produce, he produces all these graces. The first three, which would be, Love and joy and peace, uh, the first three, let me get back where lost my place, uh, concerns our attitude towards God. The second uh, triad deals with social relationships, and the third group uh, uh, describes principles that get guided Christian's conduct. So it, the joy has been given to us, my friends. It's been given to us, the joy of the Lord. And God is love, first of all, but now we can love him because we have this fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, and so forth. Joy is divine, <laughs> possessed and given by God. Its roots not in earthly or material things or cheap triumphs. Joy of the Holy Ghost, joy based in the Lord, his very own joy. And God wants to experience, uh, us to experience joy. Even at, see, Jesus was going through all those 
trials and stresses and things. But he said for that joy that was set before him, he was able to endure all those things. How many of you know we have a prize that, that the world can't give us? We have a, we have a, a, a what a, how I want to say this, something that's so, been so freely given to us by God through Jesus Christ that we can have joy in the midst of our troubles. Joy does not depend on circumstances or happiness. Happiness depends on happenings, but the joy that God gives is in the believer's heart, overrides all, even the matter of death and life. Amen. Listen to what uh, 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 Psalms 511 says in the Amplified. But let all those who take refuge and put their trust in, in you rejoice. <laughs> rejoice? Yes, rejoice. Let them ever sing and shout for joy. You ever shouted for joy? <laughs> I got the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. And you can shout it out. You know, I, 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 when I ever think about shouting, I think about my mom when she was baptized over in the Sangamon River years ago, many years ago, actually. And uh, she went down and, and came up shouting, came up shouting. There was something new about her. Amen. Something new. And uh, because you made a covering over them and defend them, let those also who love you name your name be joyful in you and be in high spirits. You know what? Sometimes it's when you're feeling glum. I got some music on my on my phone that's kind of radical and kind of it's Christian music, but it's a little radical. You, most a lot of places you couldn't play it because they wouldn't let you. They well, that's not Christian. What's wrong with you? No, it just gets your motor running. You ever, you ever know that when you're just kind of, it gets my motor running. It gets me to a place where I'm in high spirits. Amen. We need to be in high spirits. True joy. Well, one third of the kingdom, what it says, now what's the kingdom made up of? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost is made up of, of joy. And the thing we have to ask yourself, I have to ask me, am I experiencing that third part of the kingdom, the joy of the Lord? I should be. I should be. I should be enjoying that life and enjoying what God's doing. Yeah, this, we're going to have trouble in this life. You're going to have, Jesus said, in this life you'll have troubles and tribulations and trials and all that. But be a good cheer. Well, if you're a good cheer, you're going to be joyous, right? Because he said, I've overcome the world, thereby you can overcome it too. Hallelujah. And we should be joy in the church. Should be. We ought to come in rejoicing. Amen. Psalm 1611 says, in his presence is fullness of joy. How do you get in his presence? Well, the, the psalmist had all sorts of things he said. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. When you begin to praise God, it can bring joy to your life. Amen. And joy is a reflection of what's, what's going on in, inside of you. Now, it will bring spiritual health and healing. In the Message Bible, in, in Proverbs fifteen thirteen, it says, "A cheerful heart, a cheerful heart brings a smile to your face." In other words, but it also goes on to say, "When the when the heart is sad, the spirit is broken." In one part, it says, "A joyful heart, Amen," reveals life, right, life, presence, and nature of God on the inside. Outward expressions reveal what is taking place on the inside. You know, we've had some people over the years that we, they're not in this church anymore. They've moved away, but uh, great people. 
they were going through a terrible time, a, tr a stress-filled time with finances and everything, but you would never know it when they came to church. They didn't come whining and crying and complaining. No, they just kept on going, and God brought them through that. Amen? Amen. Why don't people want to come to us or want to, want to be around us? Well, if you're always down, <laughs> you know, it, usually when you're down and depressed, you'll, it'll come out of your mouth. It'll come out of, in a negative way. And people, I don't know about you, I don't like to be that way. Now, I get that way occasionally, and I hope that somebody reminds me, hey, what's wrong with you, right? Or I have to slap myself and say, come on, son, get, get with the program here. Got a lot going for you. It doesn't mean I never have a problem, never mean I never go through anything, but I have the joy of the Lord. Happy, we should be the happiest people on the earth, full of joy, amen? Should examine our lives on a regular basis, look and see if our life is negative, critical, and grumpy. Do you ever get grumpy? We have so much to be joyous and happy about. And one story, do you, do you wake grumpy up in the morning? No, the wife says, I just let him sleep. You know, we can, <laughs> you can get up on the wrong side of the bed, right? All in your attitude. This is a day that the Lord has made, or dear God, it's another day. It's your choice. Every day, it's our choice. And when I'm talking to that, I'm, uh, to you, I'm talking to myself. Because I have to know these things. I talk to my, you ever talk to yourself? You can talk to God, but you talk to yourself too. One way is to continually have joy is consider what he's done for us. Amen? You couldn't save yourself, neither could I. Sin had, it was all across the world, and, and no one was able to save us from the sins that, that so easily beset us and, and have overtaken us, but one person, that's Jesus Christ. And that should bring joy as a matter of the heart. In Psalm, or Proverbs 17, 22, a joyful heart brings healing. And in God's word, it says, a joyful heart is good medicine. <laughs> and, and that's God's word uh, translation. What brings healing into the emotions and soul? A joyful heart. Good God, joy, and life. Our choice is to walk in joy. It's our choice. We have to know that. Galatians 5, 22 again. What is joy is a fruit of the Spirit. In Romans 5, 5, let me just turn to that because I want to read a little more of that. In Romans 5, 5, Paul's writing to the church at Rome, and he's saying, uh, let me find it here real quick. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that right there should bring, bring joy to your heart. Amen? Through whom... Also, we have access by faith into the, this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not that only, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now, hope does not, does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which was given to us. We have that hope. We have that tremendous hope. Love makes not a shame. It's because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which was given to us. Amen? Life, nature, we have the life and nature of God on the inside of us, and it consists in love. We know love, greatest of uh, all faith, hope, and love is what? The greatest is love. But yet, 
we have hope because of the love of God in us. Also, all the fruit of the Spirit, fruit must grow and develop so all can see. Do you know you can grow the, those things in your life? You can grow into the things of God. You can grow in, and be uh, imitators and, and, and be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ himself. How do we grow? We grow by feeding our spirits on the word of God and exercise and of God and exercise joy must be exercised life, faith, and love. That's the important stuff, I'm telling you. And if we do that, we'll begin to have the joy of the Lord. Now, ways we can do that. What? Through confession. <laughs> it's natural. What you, what you tell your husband or wife, you tell them on a continual basis, you're speaking these things out that you love them, then it becomes more real. Do you understand that? It becomes more real when you speak love on a regular basis. You know, we've heard stories about, I think I said this before, a guy and his wife went to counseling and they sat down and they asked his wife, the counselor asked his wife, what's wrong with you? Well, he never tells me he loves me. Well, he said after 25 years, he said, I told you when we first got married, I loved you. And if, if anything's changed, I'll let you know. But that's not the way we do it. We tell people on a regular basis, I love you. And then you show them by the actions that you have towards them. Amen? Amen. That's love, I tell, I tell you. Um, more confessions. A spiritual reality. Who we, who we are, what we have, his life, his nature, his joy, his ability. Amen? So we have those things. Over in... The psalmist was so good about that, uh, David, the psalmist David. He, he said in, in uh, Psalm 34, 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. Listen, blessing the Lord, when you bless the Lord, it's hard to be down and out when you know what God has done for you. I'm going to turn to that real quick because I want to read the rest of it. I could quote it, but I just want to make sure that I quote it right, Psalm 34. And you can read so many of these psalms, and he, he starts out, uh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. You know, that sort of thing. But in Psalm 34, which has always been one of my favorite psalms, he says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. Now, we know, I've used this many times, he's being pursued by Abimelech to kill him. Well, that how can you bless the Lord? No, that's the time you really need to bless the Lord. Bless him at all times, but especially when you're going through something. Lord, I bless you right in the midst of my crisis. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will what? Continually. What's continually? That means all the time, doesn't it? Be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble, the humble shall hear of it and be glad. Now the pride and egotistical, won't. they won't care. They won't want. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. In other words, make the Lord bigger and larger than your problems. Amen? That will bring you joy when you do that. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from all my fears. Amen. I'm telling you, when you begin to rejoice in the Lord, when you begin to bless him, he'll deliver you from the fear of whatever's coming against you at that time. Amen? Amen. In Psalm, uh, Proverbs 15:23, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in season, how good it is. Wow, what are you speaking? What are you saying? <laughs> You've got to be saying good things, good things. 
Amen. Proverbs 18.20 says, A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. In the Message Bible, it writes it like this. Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. What kind of harvest are you having? Are you having a harvest of joy? Or are you having a harvest of, of down and out and, I, you know, nothing ever goes good for me. Oh, woe is me, you know. <laughs> uh, must, but in order to do that, you must think the right thoughts and speak the right words. What did that just say? This good talk is gratifying as a good harvest. Amen. Confess ten, uh, continually what we have and what he has done for us. Joy should be inward motivation for all of us. Uh, I'm going re to read a couple, one last scripture. I'm about to run out of time here. And, and I, we're going to talk about it just for a moment. But Paul says in, in uh, first, uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 4, he's praying for the Philippian church. And he says this. He says that he, every time he prays, he has this joyful delight. You ever think about that? Now, he, here's a man that's went through everything. You, can, you can't even name everything hardly. What, and he says, uh, let me find it real quick. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in prayer of mine, making a request for you with all joy. And it says in the Amplified, with delight. He delights in making prayer for those. And Philippians 4.4, 4, he says this and, and always says this about, I love this, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. In the Amplified, rejoice in the Lord always, delight, gladden yourself in him, Again, I say rejoice. So you can gladden yourself in the Holy Ghost. You can gladden yourself in God, and you can be full of joy. Now, uh, I'm going to close here with one more scripture. In, in Romans 15, 13, joy springs from faith. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy, peace, and believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. Amen. With joy and hope. Amen. With all joy. Amen. Isn't that good news? I hope. Listen, my friends, if you're down and out today, just call upon the name of the Lord and begin to magnify him. Begin to glorify his name. Begin to dance around your room or your house, wherever you're at. Put some praise music on. Begin to rejoice in the God of your salvation. And I guarantee you, the, the mulligrubs, the, the depression and all that stuff will fade away. That's what we do. That's our part. Amen? So let's, let's before I pray here, I just want to ask you, if you don't know Jesus and you're watching this by any chance, Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, If you believe that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you believe it in your heart and confess it with your mouth, you shall be saved. Saved from what? Eternal separation from God. And you truly will have joy in your heart, whether, you, whether it's accessed by you or not, but it'll be there and you can access it at any time. So, Lord, we thank you for this, this opportunity to, to speak your word. We rejoice in the God of our salvation. We thank you for the joy of the Lord is our strength, and he helps us through every situation. I pray for the people in the sound of my voice would walk in joy and the hope that is only given through Jesus Christ. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.
Good to be with you. I'll see you next week. And we'll probably continue on this line right here. Amen. See you then. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.